This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not I got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Monday, 17 July, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I've got Caroline Wren. The Caroline Wren has joined me in studio. Uh, wanted Libby to kind of stick with us, but she had to leave for the Tim Pool show. Oh. You know, we got Bigfoot. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You had a great You had a great time about Akon. You were all over the place. I was. You know, I was supposed to be with Carrie in Iowa, and the flight got canceled. Um, Posobiec and I were on the same flight to Iowa. And worked out this great because— This is why Posobiec didn't go out and do yeah. the—he was supposed to do the thing with Steve Deese or Glenn Beck or something? Yeah, he was supposed to host with Blaze TV, and then he couldn't go, and so I texted the Blaze folks, said, hey, Carrie Lake's there. They had her on. It ended up being fantastic. She, she did a great job there, and then it was great to stay back because the Turning Point Conference was just terrific. I thought— um, um, it was such a, a MAGA, you know, crowd there, which I'm seeing some of the DeSantis folks now push back and say, oh, you know, it was just an, of course, you know, Trump did well in the straw poll. It's just a MAGA event. I'm thought to myself, you know, what about, explain CPAC, thousands of people there, whole conference, 90% straw poll to Trump. Then you have this one too. So what, what conference is it that a straw poll that DeSantis would win? The, a chamber but of commerce not, conference? Is he not, <laughs> are they dissing MAGA? Oh, yeah, of course. It's these internet trolls. I mean, the DeSantis campaign at this point is about nine remaining hedge fund donors and then, like, four very online fake Twitter personalities. That's about the whole coalition. Yeah, no, it's really—it's it's out of money. We're getting into all that. Yeah. You are very big on the uh, the western states and the Intermountain right. West. You're, you're saying, hey, if you're going to look, and you see this article today, Leading the okay. Hill, where they've got— the, 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 the lions in the GOP Senate are very upset about this populist conservatism. Right. And they think this is a problem. Yeah. Right. And you got Murkowski, you got the same crew, Thune, all these guys, you know, with knitted brows saying this is a problem. Of course, they put out seeing how successful Sound of Freedom is in the second weekend now at $85 million. They put out their own four minute. Yeah. Just hold. Yeah. Get that up. Just hold that right there. So the Hill newspaper has this huge piece that literally is the. Uh, uh, Trent Skaggs, uh, Rosendale, Kerry Lake, and people like that right. in Ohio across the country are going to be a problem. Right. And they're going to be a problem not because they can't win. They're right. saying not because they can't win, because they're going to shake up the old guard right. there. For, for me personally, I've been very more looking at what is going on in the states and, and, and leave D.C. alone until, you know, it changed it for me. As I'm looking what Senator Tommy Tuberville is doing right now, single handedly standing up and stopping, you know, mass abortions from being allowed in our own military. And it, it reminded me that, geez, in the Senate, you really can stand up and be be a hero. And there's so few Republican senators who do that. You have Rand Paul, Mike Lee. Now you have Tommy Tuberville. We brought in, you know, J.D. Vance. But they need reinforcements. You got Holly, and, yeah, Cruz. So, yeah, so, but it's only a handful. It's a handful. And so really, 
I actually met Trent this uh, this weekend for the first time, but I've been hearing about him from some of my conservative friends saying you got to talk to him. And I was just so impressed with him. And because taking down the Romney dynasty is, I mean, probably one of the most important things we could do in the 2024 cycle. I think he is the guy to do it. I was very impressed when I talked to him. He has a, a great just conservative backing and a great story to tell. But it is going to be hard to take out the Romneys. We've learned this. It's hard to take out incumbents. And so uh, we really hope he steps up uh, and is able to do it. I think he's going to. He's in the race. And if Romney ends up not running, then they're going to recruit some, you know, Romney light to be in there. And Trent has got to be the one that we get into the United States Senate there. And then with Rosendale, you and I have talked a lot about this. Talk about a conservative warrior. And I talked a lot with Matt Gates and others about him this weekend. He's a Freedom Caucus member and others. And he really is. I mean, he is the type that he does not care what people think about him, no. which is what you want. And he he's will one just of the go magnificent and say, no. six. He, exactly. will not, he will not back off. So, uh, and, then, of course, obviously, there's a huge article about Kerry saying out in Iowa right. that uh, if she runs for the Senate, she's going to win the Senate seat. Right. So she's stoned down. Yep. Pretty. I understand she's still going through the legal issue. Right. They just had another filing the other day on the state of this governorship. Right. Trent Skaggs is something very unique. You had a, and this is to, to the credit of Charlie Kirk and the Turning Point team, I have never seen, and I go to these conferences for years, I have never seen a concentration of speakers that are in the moment and leading edge, whether it's the Senate, the House, activists, media. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, all over. That's okay, guys. We can just mute the uh, phone. Thanks, producer. <laughs> the Palm Beach Studios are getting up now to the war room and to the war right. room standards. Go ahead, take the call. Who cares? Um, right. The but Skaggs st stood up there on a stage that included, you know, uh, Tucker Carlson, Megyn Kelly, Donald J. Trump. He had one of the the, the most dominant performers ever. Asked me, who's this guy from Utah that kind of showed up and and took over the stage? Trent, you're with us. Tell us about the speech, and, and more importantly, tell us about. What are you going to do differently? You know, you know, Romney, you know, he's a big supporter. of Anytime he's up there, an omnibus bill or a spending package, he's trying to be a D.C. uniparty elite and get along with the Georgetown social set. What are you going to do differently? Well, quite a bit. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned the, the moment, the moment that Mitt Romney voted for uh, that that debt deal, this that horrible deal. I, I tweeted out, look, there's another four trillion reasons why you should vote for me over Romney. Right. He just has zero regard at all for the budget. It's out of control. Thirty two trillion dollars in debt. I mean, to me, that's the height of immorality to place that on my children, on successive generations. Um, we need to get serious about that. I was very disappointed that that Mitt Romney wouldn't even sign on to the letter that Mike Lee authored in uh, the first week of May. He put something together to Biden and said, we are not, as Republican senators, going to raise the debt ceiling unless we get substantial budget reforms and spending cuts. And 42 other Republicans signed that to include Mitch McConnell, yet Mitt Romney was nowhere near that. He wouldn't put his name to it. It's just baffling to me. So I will actually stand up. I will be uh, a supporter of initiatives like that with Senator Lee. We will push back big time on spending. I have to do that as a mayor here. I have to I have to balance my budget and have done it every year for the last 10 years. We have to do it in our respective households. Just absolutely ridiculous. Um, the situation that that the establishment here has put us in uh, with with respect to debt. So get serious about that and spending and budget reforms about tax reform. Tr 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 yeah, Trent, let me let me ask you, I, I think about we were talking because we we stay very close to our sponsors. I think something like a third of our sponsors or 25 percent of our sponsors here in the war room are based in Utah. 
or like yeah. the angel, like the angel.com studio guys are from Utah. I think they live in Idaho now. Those people are not just entrepreneurs. They are nuts and bolts. You know, we got to have a balanced budget entrepreneurs. What do folks yes. in Utah think? Is the word getting out that Mitt Romney supports giving the Biden regime $15 trillion oh, yeah. when you added 14 or $15 trillion of spending over two years with a minimum, a minimum of a $4 trillion deficit, minimum of new $4 trillion Federal Reserve printed money, and it could be much higher than that. And the Utahns don't get anything to say about it until after the presidential election of 2024. What does the average citizen out there uh, think about that? Oh, they're they're just really disgusted by it. They really are, and they're getting wise to Romney. You ask me where where their feelings are, or attitudes towards him. Look, he's dropped eleven points in the polls since we entered the race. Um, he's now down in the forty percent range in terms of favorability amongst all Utahns, and that includes Democrats, where we know he has a seventy-five percent plus approval rating. So we're really getting after it. We're showing folks his record. Uh, what he promised to do just five years ago with respect to balancing the budget, ending illegal immigration, uh, stopping federal spending and overreach and appointing conservative justices and and his true record. What he promised and what he's he's actually done is completely opposite. It's not what Utahns want. And the more we get around the state, we are hearing that time and time again. Oh my gosh, we need to get Mitt Romney out of office, replace him with somebody who is truly conservative, who is actually going to stand up and fight, who's got a backbone. I have demonstrated that in the last 10 years in elected office. People know what they're going to get with me. I not just I don't just talk the talk, but I walk the walk. And people have seen it with everything with respect to me saying no. I was one of the few mayors in this state that said absolutely not to mask mandates, to vaccine mandates when Biden tried to do that through OSHA. Um, I have stood up and said, absolutely not. I've actually cut taxes in my community, always balanced our budget and have innovated to lower the cost of government and improve services here. That's what we need to take to Washington. Somebody that's got that demonstrated record that's going to stand up for Utah. Trent, before I let you go, you got to help me out here because can we put up the original state flag? I want to put the original state flag. Utah and the Patriots out there, one of the most amazing stories in, 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 uh, in all of America, you know, but of many, all the states got these incredible origin stories. Uh, you look at that state flag. It is beautiful. You've got 1847 when the for Mormons first arrived. You get what at the bottom. You've got when you became a state. You've got the American Old Glory Cross. You've got that beautiful shield industry. And uh, in the, in the, in, it just it is a magnificent you know, the American Eagle, it is a magnificent representation of the history of the country and the traditions we stand. Can we please show the, the new flag, state flag? <laughs> when I first heard about this, I thought, now it's taken, I guess, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the, the beehive from the middle. What in the hell is going on? Please tell me, Trent, that that is not the official state flag. That, what I'm looking at, did not replace the magnificent historic flag of the uh, state of Utah. Yeah, it's actually set to replace. I think the law that they passed in the in the last, you know, we have a 45-day legislative session here in Utah, runs from January to March. What they pass is I think that does take effect this, this coming March, uh, but there is an effort by the people. There's a groundswell of opposition that I know from many folks that are are petitioning this. They're, they're signing a referendum. Uh, I think they need 150,000 signatures or so to actually place this on the ballot. 
and determine if that's truly what Utah wants, right? If, if they want to adjust to this new flag. Um, but yes, that was, that was uh, something that was passed by the legislature this past year. And, um, you know, with, with all that we have going on, it's, uh, it's, it's a little curious why that's been such a focus. <laughs> in addition to having Romney, who's terrible, right. I will say Utah is one of the worst governors in the country. And Spencer that, Cox, go that governor's it, a screwball. He's awful. And that's yeah. why, that's what really attracted me to, to Mayor Sags first is he fought him hard on the mass mandates and all these different things. And so you, you're up against a lot, but I think you can overcome it. And the war room uh, can definitely help the, to do I think, that. I think it's Jonathan Martin. Again, Jonathan Martin, I think from the New York Times, now over Politico, wrote a huge piece this weekend about the National Governors Association, which has become so left-wing. And, and the only Republican governor showed up as the vice chairman is the governor from Utah. And he's there with my old buddy from Goldman Sachs, Phil Murphy. He's one of the most progressive. <laughs> Phil's, you know, Phil's running for president to be well, you know, the most progressive uh, governor in the, in the country, in uh, right back in Newsom, in New Jersey. And it's talked about them. It's just radical policies. Right. Trent, where do people go yeah. to find out more about you? Where do they find out more about this campaign? Because I can tell you... The war room cadre, the war room posse, are not big fans of Mitt Romney's. So uh, they're they're definitely looking for somebody that's going to become a viable alternative. So where do they go to find out more about you? Yeah, absolutely. We'll take it. We'll take a ball. You know, trentstags.com, S-T-A-G-G-S, trentstags.com. They can go there. They can donate. They can uh, help volunteer. You know, I've been very humbled. We've probably, I think, received at last count donations from people across 45, 46 states. So it's not just Utah. You know, so as we were talking earlier, um, yes, Utahns want to see a conservative, a true conservative there replacing Mitt Romney. Uh, but it is it is important for the country as a whole. We get one more conservative and you add two, um, to a Mike Lee, to an Eric Schmidt, to a J.D. Vance, to Ryan Paul. These folks that that are going to push back and actually fight the establishment and bring in the type of true conservative policies um, that we need. Just to have one more added there is going to be a huge, huge move for this country in the right direction. So ask for all of your support. Mayor, yeah. Okay, I want everybody to go to the site. Grace and Mo, if you can put it up. Mayor Staggs from Riverton, Utah. I got to tell you, a command performance yesterday on the on the stage at uh, at Turning Point ActCon. So it was just incredible. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is the power what Charlie and the team at Turning Point put together. They provide a platform. It's you can have breakout. It used to be what the RNC convention used to be. Right. You can have a moment now. And stags, people sit there, and the whole buzz was, who is this guy? Yep. And, man, because, you know, Rami's done such a terrible job. Okay, yeah. short commercial break. We're going to be back. Caroline Wren's going to be my wingman for the rest of the hour. We've got a lot to go through. Uh, we're going to talk about Fox Republicans. We're going to talk about donors. We're going to talk about deconstructing the administrative state, the state of the race. Maybe Mitt Romney. I think Mitt Romney may be running for president on third party. We'll talk about that. Yep. Short commercial break. Back in the war room. Just a moment. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA 
or 401k into an IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, what is uh, the state of our economy? What is stagflation? Stagflation is when you have low GDP growth. You know, the lost decades, like in Japan, what, 1% to one to 2% growth right now is going to be 1.1 1, 1. 1 to 1.5%. You've got high interest rates. You've got high inflation. You have decrease in real wages because, you know, interest rates and inflation are keep are, are higher than nominal wage growth. So you've got all, they get all that combination. What does that lead to? A drop in purchasing power. Since the Biden regime's come in 17%, well, the third world nations that control resources are not going to tolerate it. That's why in Durban on the 22nd of August, they're having a massive conference for a couple of days to come up. It's like the Bretton Woods of the 21st century. They're going to come up with an alternative to the uh, to the U.S. dollar. It's going to, and they've already announced it's going to be somehow backed by gold, not convertible into gold, but backed by gold. This is why you need to go to birchgold.com right now, slash Bannon, to get the summary we've put together the end of the dollar empire. You need to be up to speed on this de-dollarization movement. You need to be up to speed on what it means when the central banks in the world are buying gold as fast as they can in 2022 and 2023. So check it out. We're on the path and the road to Durban for these this Durban Pact or Durban Accords, whatever you call it. We're going to be all over this. I'm getting the Birch Gold guys, Philip Patrick, back on the next couple of days. Uh, actually, Dave Bratt's going to join us. I hopefully tomorrow when we're back in studio. Dave Bratt's going to break down. Paul Krugman saying, "Oh no, no, this de-dollarization movement is not that pro- not that big a deal. What is? It's a huge deal." And now the third world nations that control the resources are coming for us. So make sure you go to birchgold.com/bannon to get it all. And when you're there, have Philip Patrick and the guys talk to you about the IRAs and everything you need to know about precious metals, gold and silver. Caroline Wren, thank you for joining us. A couple things. Carrie Lake couldn't make it because the transportation on the East Coast has been a disaster. People can't get flights out of here. People delayed. People can't, couldn't get down here. She had, it was kind of providential. It had been great to have Basobic, but it was quite providential that Carrie Lake was in Iowa anyway. Right. It's kind of a surrogate for Trump. Yeah. DeSantis is there for a couple of days. I guess Casey DeSantis is there with her, her mamas for DeSantis. Carrie's out there because she's an Iowa girl out there she was invited to so many things she's doing it and then it turned out because of travel because of the problem of getting there uh, jack couldn't get out there i don't think you could get out there but uh carrie was there and so she substituted tell us about the 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 evangelical conference and and what happened to that 
Yeah, so thank you, Pete Buttigieg, for being a, just terrible and, and canceling those flights because it did work out well. Uh, Carrie was planning to go to Iowa, and she was going to do a couple of events to um, sort of bracket. There's something called the family leader. Bob Vanderplatz is the head of that. Vanderplatz likes to uh, consider himself the king of the evangelical you know, Christian vote in Iowa. Really, uh, he tends to go with people that give to his foundation, and that's how his decisions seem to be made. And so he was hosting this summit. They, Whoa. Yeah, throwing some, Shots they fired. Claimed they invited Trump. It, was, uh, it seems like a, a hostile type of invitation. He had a scheduling conflict anyway, but you had all the different candidates come and they had Tucker Carlson be the one to interview them, which was hilarious because he basically just, you know, destroyed all of them. But what but he didn't do it in mean spirit. He was asking, Correct. here's the key thing. Right. He was asking questions you would hear in the war room every day. Yeah. And the audience, you could tell, and I say this, yeah. the audience 100% knew what he was talking about and understood the direction of the question. Yeah. The political class, and this was Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, uh, Mike Pence, they're sitting there like they never heard these concepts before. Right. Right. I think Tim Scott, and by the way, just some free advice to Senator Scott, he's a good guy. You got to stop. The, it's a nervous tick when you just give some BS answer and pivot away with the happy smile and everything. Yeah. It's not going to work. If you want to be president of the United States, if you want to be vice president of the United States, you got to, when a guy asks you a question, you got to deal with the question. He had a question yeah. on immigration, all of it. Tucker Assey's, it ended the limited career Mike Pence still had in front of him. And that's his right. audience. I mean, yeah. it's even. It was absolutely embarrassing, the questions in Ukraine, J6, all of it. Yeah, I think Tim Scott, to me, was the worst performance in that I I expected him to do well. Iowa's, he's taking his entire race on Iowa. That's where you would think he uh, would connect. But, the, gosh, I, there was no connection there at all. They, I think they all did very poorly. Uh, Vivek did okay. Um, but, you know, the, the funny part is, so this conference, though, they would not even allow Trump to send a surrogate. In fact, I, I read something about how they wanted J.D. Vance to go, yep. and they said, absolutely not, no MAGA allowed inside this building. And so Blaze TV was the co-host, and they were the ones who were kind of, uh, they were doing live coverage of it and uh, doing live analysis, and it was uh, Glenn Beck and Steve Deese. And so Jack Posobiec was going to go and be the co-host, and that was sort of going to be the MAGA voice. Um, and so they, I'd actually reach out and asked if Carrie could attend the event, and they'd said, no, again, no MAGA surrogates. And so <laughs> behind their backs, we booked her to be the take Posobiec's place. So Vanderplatz has no idea Carrie Lake is walking into this building. Oh, I didn't know that. Nor do the DeSantis people. Oh, I didn't people. know that. So they just all melt Hold down. It, stop. And it was Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no. We, uh, Such a Caroline Ren Oh, move. it was total. It was, Hold it. It was, so what happened when Carrie Lake walked in? Oh, the DeSantis team has a meltdown because they weren't told. Well, no one was. I mean, literally, the only people that knew this was happening, basically, at this point, was Glenn, <laughs> Glenn Beck. And even, you know, Steve Deese is a guy who's not super pro-Trump, right? He's been yeah. against it. But he ended up even tweeting out, I have to say something. Carrie Lake was so impressive and gracious to me and my wife. She served the former president well today because Carrie is just so and it'd be the best thing because Carrie then ended up being on air for two hours bracketing in live time these people's speeches. And she was a rock star in there, right? There were mobs following her. She went over the press riser. So that's just some fun behind the scenes baseball of how that came about. And then she did an event at Mad Meatball it's afterwards. A, oh yeah. Where she took some good swipes at DeSantis, but uh, let's see, I want to get to the Santos thing in a second, but I want to go back and just the the poor performance. How can their staffs, and this is very important, and I think if people can go watch the clips of what Tucker did, Tucker's questions were very fair. The things we talk about in War Room every day, things were on Tucker's show. You would think, guys would think, hey, Tucker was the highest rated show. Right. War Room and Real America's Voice, you got Charlie Kirk, you got Posobiec. Maybe I'll at least get, maybe I'll at least understand what the issues are. It was like they had never heard these things in their life. I mean, you see right. the the gap between what I call the Fox Republicans right. and the base of this party. 
Yeah, I, I just think that everyone's performance was was pretty poor. But there's also there's no appetite. These people are running in a campaign that they think is 2012, and we are in 2022. So I don't know, you know, what answers they're able to give because they, they don't believe the philosophy that that I believe that 70 percent of this party now believes, and so they're just being left behind inherently. And and so they have no business running for president at this point. It's very strange to me that that really any of these are. Vivek is the only one who at least has interesting things to say, and I think is bringing dialogue to the prime that is important and ideas that are important, but otherwise there's just no appetite for anyone else. And then DeSantis is is saying just nothing that of interest, and he looks like he is having a root canal every single campaign event he does. He's uncomfortable with media. He is uncomfortable with donors. He's uncomfortable with the grassroots. And so I, I don't know what he is comfortable with, but he looks like he is having a very terrible time, and he should do the right thing, get out, endorse President Trump, work his butt off to get him elected, and then maybe in 2028, people would then be willing to look at him again as someone who was a conservative governor, and maybe it'd be a different time after President Trump has four more years to finish unfinished business. But we have we are border, crossing that that line to where there will be no coming back for him. There will be no forgiveness, and and so I, I, that's what I think DeSantis should do, and we'll see Listen, what happens. You're, you're the, our expert on all things donors. Um, how did donors get it so wrong? Because now you see they're pushing, you know, Murdoch's out there with the billionaires in Sun Valley. Right. And they're all, and it couldn't be worse timing for DeSantis. Because, you know, once they get it in their mind, the right. guy's a loser. You can't come back. Right. So they're already talking. He's leaking to the New York Times. I'm one of, Youngkin's the guy that we ought to take a look at. They got Kemp. Uh, Tim Scott's going to have his moment. How did the donors get it so wrong? For these guys that made so much, the Ken Griffiths of the world, the Schwartzmans of the world, consistently, every cycle, they get it wrong. Is that they're so locked into the neoliberal, right. neocon mindset? I mean, you know these guys. Right. How do they always get it so wrong? I think that the donors used to have way more control over the Republican nominee than they used to. I mean, it was, you know, the the, the Bush donor class, and then you had the Romney sort of donor and bundling class. And McCain struggled a little bit with donors, but was able to kind of bring in all of that group there at the end. And the, the, the donors largely did decide who our nominees were in these parties. And that has changed, though, since I think the change of alternative media and different things. You cannot just buy elections anymore. You see these self-funders do not. You saw Kelly Craft try to buy the election in Kentucky. You see Dave McCormick try and buy an election in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. It is difficult to do it now because the people are awake and they're not just getting their information on politics from Fox News and television ads. We're in a new time. And so money is diminishing in power in our politics and thus the, the, the donors are diminishing in power. They've always been this way, that they've always kind of wanted these, the cocktail party Republicans, the, uh, the, the hedge funds, the guys that they, that they identify with. And right now I think that they are a little bit lost in their spending and what to do because I think they see DeSantis imploding and they don't seem to want to fund these other folks, and they're hesitant to come in with Trump. And so I think that we're all just sort of in the stalemate with the donor class. Uh, DeSantis, all, here's what I understand. He has you know, a terrible run. Polls are dropping. They send him out, and his, two, his team says, attack the media, which right. has been loving to him, right. and, and attack, I've raised more money than everything. And I don't really know the details of this like you do, but I look at it and I go, his numbers are pretty horrific. Right. In fact, if you look at that between the transfers yeah. and all that, he's running out of cash. And not just that, the small donors are nothing and they're getting smaller. The last thing I would do is say, look at my my money. Now we've, yeah. it's been revealed, is, is the campaign almost insolvent on, on the really the federal money to actually run a primary campaign? Well, yesterday, Politico reported, actually, that they fired 10 people uh, because on the campaign side because they burned through a ton of cash. It was unbelievable. You know, Biden 
Oh, you know how much he spent this quarter? One million dollars. One million on staff and different things. I think DeSantis was nine million. And it's the same thing that we saw with Scott Walker. Remember, Scott Walker brought all of this staff on, had all this money in, and you burn through cash fast. You saw the same thing with Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush was able to raise a hundred million dollars quickly into that super PAC, but then the campaign dollars are more difficult. And so I think that's what's happening with DeSantis. And they they so they cut slashed a bunch of their staff on the campaign side. Also, I mean, what is this staff doing? How hard is it to go staff eleven people that show up to a Ron DeSantis event in Iowa? They would show up with fifteen staff and 11 people show up for the event. So it was a smart move, I think, to shed staff. But I think that he raised $120 million on the Super PAC side. $87 million of that was a transfer. I think $15 million from a guy, Robert Bigelow. So really, it was an anemic number. I was expecting $200 million. That's really what I thought was wow. going to come out of there. Wow. Because you, they, earlier, months ago, you were saying in articles, Ken Griffin, Steve Schwarzman, basically, you're getting blank checks for me. Those checks never, they ended up being very blank. They didn't come in. Okay, short commercial break. Caroline Rand, we're going to go through this. We're going to talk about Romney. We've got a lot to go through. Talk about the uh, the politics of the donor class and President Trump's campaign. And also, is it time now for Ron DeSantis? He's a tragic figure having drank the Kool-Aid of Rupert Murdoch. Is it now time for him to, uh, to punch out and to go back to Florida and go to work? Short break. Back in a moment. Shouting cry of freedom. Our number, the loyal, true, and brave, shouting the battle cry. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Why? Because most victims of home title theft don't know they're a victim until it's too late. Like this homeowner. Check this out. She was getting ready for a home remodel when everything got shut down. She discovered her property wasn't in her name anymore. She was a victim of a devastating crime called home title theft. A criminal had forged the deed to her home and took over as the new owner. Now she's fighting back to get her home back. This is why I say if you own a home or a property, get home title lock. Your home property and equity are the most valuable assets you have. By the way, there's reported 80 to 90 percent of your net worth of average Americans net worth is in their home. And Home Title Lock helps you protect them. Home Title Lock puts a 24-7 shield around your home's title. Let me repeat, a 24-hour, 7-day-a-week, 365-day shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. First things first, you need to verify you aren't already a victim of home title theft. Find out for free with a sign-up when you use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Bannon. And when you sign up, your first 30 days of protection are free. Do this today at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Bannon. Protect yourself. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. You know, you had uh, Glenn Beck and the Blaze TV guys did the uh, wall-to-wall coverage at the uh, at the evangelical um, conference out in um, out in Iowa. Uh, we're gonna really give a hat tip to Parker and Rob Sig and the Real America Voice team, both in Denver and Palm Beach. Wall-to-wall coverage, and particularly Ed Henry. Ed Henry, I think, did like 20 hours of coverage, uh, just a complete Iron Man. I was worn out from the two hours live we did on Saturday morning and then meetings in the, in the speech, but I got to tell you, Ed and these guys, wall-to-wall coverage is fantastic. 
Also, I want to make sure something the, uh, uh, the audience understands. If you go to Ralph Reed's Faith and Freedom, if you go to uh, Tiffany Justice and Tina Deskovitz's and all the other Moms for Liberty, and there were tons of Moms for Liberty at uh, the Charlie Kirk conference, you go to that speech, another Trump speech, or two, two hour, hour and a half, and you go to the Trump speech here. And Trump's was not a rally speech. And tell me, this is a jacked up crowd. He very easily could have gone in rally mode. He's not. These are three speeches, and I say they're of a piece because they're talking about topics about the Judeo-Christian West in the direction of the American Republic. Not once, and this is now three and a half, four, it is four and a half, five hours of speeches live to key audiences, Ralph Reed's Evangelicals, the, the Moms for Liberty in Philadelphia, and uh, Charlie Kirk's ActCon and the Turning Point ActCon of the Actors, three different audiences, the most cutting-edge and powerful groups in the Republican Party conservative movement, bar none. Rupert Murdoch's Fox News insults, not Donald J. Trump, insults you. They don't want you to see this. They don't want you. So it, the right side broadcasting to Glenn and the team over there, to Real America's Voice, to all the people who have been live streaming this, hats off to you. You're at the cutting edge. And this is why people are disgusted. This is why they're disgusted with the establishment. This is why they're disgusted by the donors. And quite frankly, they're disgusted by the foreigners uh, you know, we fought a revolution to get our control from the British to the Americans. I don't know why we're having a bunch of Brits, um, you know, slash Australians, Commonwealth. We love the Aussies, right? Murdoch's not part of that. He's out there in Sun Valley right now with the billionaires, with the families on the Amalfi Coast. The last time real Americans were down there, when they were Mark Clark's uh, army was fighting up the, uh, the uh, boot of Italy, to drive the Nazis out back in the 1940s. Uh, that's what real Americans know. You should be at Myrtle Beach. You should be at Daytona Beach. You should be at Imperial Beach, Virginia Beach, or the Ozarks, Branson, Missouri, or somewhere where folks called Americans are. This is a foreign-owned entity, and they turn out Fox Republicans. Fox Republicans are globalists in the anti-populist nationalist movement. There's a lot going on. i got Caroline Wren here, one of the top thinkers in this area. Okay. Everybody's talking about these third parties, and they're focused on Cornell West. And by the way, Cor don't, Cornell West is one of the smartest guys in this country. Now, I don't agree with his policies. He did invite me to Harvard to address his class one time. We just couldn't work out the dates. And he's a guy that he'll bring, he'll bring fire breathers in there because he's a firebrand. Don't think he's not a smart guy. He's putting forward an argument, particularly the African-American men, and in the, in the, in the, in the Biden uh, regime is rattled by this. Right. But I think even bigger and nobody's focused on it is no labels and no labels is not going to be Joe Manchin. Right. I think if you see what these guys walk me through what no labels is, yep. why, why, how important it is, particularly to get on ballots. No labels was founded, you know, I, gosh, I want to say like 2004 or something like that. But it was a group. It's run by a woman, Nancy, uh, Nancy, who to me, I think it's a big fundraising group. Wasn't Mark, always, wasn't Mark, uh, how, the guy he's on still the, involved in he's it still too. Involved with, stuff, the, yes. with the, the Bush guy with the funny hat. Yeah. And it was meant to be a, a bipartisan group yep. that was just, you know, focused on solutions. And, um, since then, they've been able to raise a tremendous amount of money. And in fact, they announced a $70 million effort to put a third party slate of like tickets in different states that they're having to petition onto ballots. Now, I, I have not really been 
been in panic mode about this because the left is in absolute panic mode. If you go listen to Pod Save America or you go The Bulwark and these folks, Charlie Sykes is about to just, I mean, have a full-blown meltdown over no labels. They believe that it will take votes away from Joe Biden because if you're going to go and vote against Donald Trump, which that's their, always their argument is that 81 million people voted against Donald Trump. Nobody voted for Biden. It's a hybrid of that and the fact that they stole a number of those votes. But so any vote that, that, that doesn't go to Biden and goes to a third party is going to hurt and actually help Trump. I kind of agree with, with, with the left on this. So I've been leaving the no labels effort alone a little bit and letting them hang themselves. In fact, Republicans should be thinking smartly like this, and we should be petitioning on and have a Green Party candidate in every single state because that pulls votes Jill, away from Jill, Jill Stein. Yes, exactly. And that is ways that, that we could be, but I mean, the Republican Party is famous at doing nothing, so that I don't know where that will happen. So I've not been in panic mode on no labels except for one state, and that's Utah. I'm in panic mode because Mitt Romney, I don't see Mitt Romney running in Trent Staggs. I see Mitt Romney when right. the official biography comes out. McKay Coppins, who's an assassin, right. we now he's doing the official. Bi- he's doing a biography of Mitt Romney, and all of a sudden, I've heard over the last year, Mitt Romney is now working with this biography. Right. It's going to be kind of authorized, and he's yep. taking the gun. He's taking the, uh, the, uh, the 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 covers off the guns and going to unload right. on people. And people are talking about he may actually step down. When right. you look at the pattern of where they're getting on the ballots. Yep. All of a sudden, you see, you not you don't think Joe Manchin, you think Mitt Romney, and that's the right. that's Mitt Romney's call to save the country from Trump. I think that he's a spoiler in other states if he does it, but there's one problem, and that's Utah. If they are somehow able to have the third party candidate there and pull off a win for let's say Romney in Utah as president, that is six electoral votes that Trump loses because that's a that's a solid R state that we are going to win. You take those six electoral votes and, and we're in a tight race, then that could swing the election. So I actually think that's the secret play that they're by the doing way, that by we the have way, to watch. It's it's Utah with Romney, but also it's Nevada, if Romney's right. on a ticket, Nevada's gone. You could, as hard as Nevada right. would be for us right now, you put Romney on the ticket as a third-party candidate, how do you win Nevada? Arizona now, which I think Trump will win, you right. put Romney on the ticket, you get to the Kerry Lake problem. Yep. Idaho. Even Idaho, Trump will win, but you've got to spend time and resources. The yep. Intermountain West is not where Donald Trump should be spending a lot of time. He should right. be spending time in Michigan and Wisconsin and Georgia and Pennsylvania, right? The blue curtain that we... They're working a strategy right now. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I've been saying this for a while, and people say, no, it's Joe Manchin. I said, Joe Manchin's right. not going to do anything against Donald Trump. The whole no labels thing is to stop Donald Trump, not Joe Biden, correct? Right. It, that's what they claim. I, I, but the, again, all the Democrat operatives would claim that it is. They are in absolute meltdown panic mode about it because it. I do think that it, I, the people are voting. You have such a strong candidate in Donald Trump that you're voting for or against him. And I do think that these people, if they're willing to go vote for Mitt Romney, like they weren't going to vote for Trump, except for the state of Utah, where I think it's a problem. But when No Labels is petitioning on to become, they're becoming an official party. This is a problem down ballot for sure, because when no, they will be able to field a Senate candidate, a presidential candidate, a state house candidate. I mean, it is a party in these states that they're coming on. So this is where you see, I think that they're going to try and play some games 
things. This is the cinema question. Does cinema go on to the no labels ticket on, for the Senate in Arizona? She's already claimed that she's an independent. So does she petition on as an independent or does she join the no labels ticket and run in that third way? Uh, you know, and then in other states where they, I think it's Alaska they've gone on. I think that has to do with a play with Murkowski because you're on for eight years. So this actually will, it could be a longer play that they're doing. Colorado is one that they did. Oregon, you're seeing it in the, in the, in the West. So I do think it has to do with a play with, with the Mormon community, all the states that they're petitioning on to have to do with that. And John Huntsman is actually the co-chair, I believe, of No Labels, along with Joe Lieberman. They were just in New Hampshire talking about this and saying why this is, uh, why why No Hold Labels it, hang is fielding on. They this. both went to New Hampshire they together? Did. Yes. Walk me through that. So they Because they'd be a very logical ticket, but that right. ticket, that ticket... That ticket, I think, would hurt Biden even worse than Trump. I don't think Joe. Uh, I agree. Huntsman's. Like that's okay. why I, I hope that is what it is because that is what the the Jim. I was listening to a podcast this morning with Jim Pasaki talking with Tim Miller and Sarah Longwell about it, and Pasaki was saying the same thing. Her biggest fear is that they are going to field a no labels ticket and it'd be something like that. That does not pull from Trump. I believe it pulls from Biden. And yeah. so for right now, I, I don't want to switch into problem. panic mode. Mitt Romney believes he's a historic figure. Right. He thinks he's been thwarted. To, right. to that, that's why he voted to remove Trump from office in the Senate right. twice. He thinks he's a historic figure. He believes in his own warped thinking right. that he can come back and resign from the Senate and run and save the nation from a second Trump right. uh, term. And he's seen now how we're going to take on the deconstruction of the administrative state. Let me pivot quickly because you know about donors. The Sound of Freedom, and you're going to join us in Bedminster. Yes. Carrie Lake's going to be in Bedminster. The... Um, the um, this is a phenomenon, but it's showing this problem we've got with human trafficking. The Senate GOP comes out and puts out a four-minute video. Right. It's got Cornyn asking, Knitted Brow asking tough questions. All of a sudden, they're all over the sound of freedom. Right. And at the end, you've got a fundraising thing. How callous is that? I had dinner with Eduardo last night and some of the, the team from Sound of Freedom, and it is just amazing to me hearing about, one, I didn't really understand much about the production company and how neat it is that it's crowdsourcing, that all the, I said, who's, so who, they're about to hit $100 million. Can you imagine? They scrapped together the money about eight years ago to make this thing. I said, wow, who's making the money on that? He said, the, the investors. It's people who gave five bucks to, they crowdsourced how to make this film, which is yes. how we should be doing our politics right now, by the way. And so those, the people are going to end up making money off of this, and then they're also starting a few different foundations to actually fight and combat this. But really what should happen is, is that these members of Congress should get together and actually allocate funding to help stop this. And there are people, you know, Eduardo is such a great thought leader. Tim Ballard's brilliant. We're going to be with him all day Wednesday to be talking through solutions. We brought in some others who are going to be there as well. I did. He did say that he went in and met with Kevin McCarthy and a few others. But I said every every member of Congress should be asking the question. You should be calling members of Congress and say, have you watched this movie? And have McCarthy movie? says he is going to show it in the official right. Capitol Theater. Right. So that's at least one movement. What I said on the stage yesterday is on the afternoon of the 20th of January, 2025, all these files are going to come loose, right? right? And not just people who didn't do anything right. to, to stop this for our government. FBI, CIA, all of it, anybody in the government that had anything to do with it and looking the other way, that's all got to come clean. Right. I mean, this is – and by, it shouldn't wait till Trump returns to office. McCarthy and these guys should be demanding this now. There's so much you can demand. If these senators were so concerned about this – why did they approve the omnibus? Why did they approve the debt ceiling deal? Why did they approve everything that just financed this? 
I, I can't even speak to why they're so out of touch. They, they're out of touch with that. This movie is, I, my parents live up in a small town in Northern Michigan and I was there. There's one movie theater. It has two screenings and they've been showing sound of freedom for like weeks and it is sold out. We couldn't even go see it every single day. And it is now being expanded thousand movie theaters. I mean, the people are awake and they're dying to go see this and our politicians, they're barely even talking about it. It's just incredible to me. And so there needs to be more solutions, ways to tell these stories about the failure of our government, the failure of not only the uniparty, but the left. And then also there's a, a global tie to all of this. I mean, the president of Mexico is complicit in all of this too. And we need a new president there. We need a new president here. And, and can so we get Eduardo to run? He would be amazing president of Mexico. You think he would be so incredible. And I, I you know, I, I'm hearing all over the people calling for him to run and he would actually, it's funny if he did, he would run as an independent because he, I was speaking to him last night. There's the, the party committees in Mexico are similar to ours where a lot of people just don't identify with these party committees anymore. They don't yeah. want to be labeled within either of these parties. They're basically the same. They both the same. This is how it is in Mexico. People want to just have someone who's authentic and, and is willing to speak the truth and the beliefs about what the issues are. And so Eduardo will be um, up against that. But actually, I think he could be very successful. What a great, and what a great president of Mexico to have oh for gosh. the United States to work together, not just to stop this epidemic, but so many things that we, this invasion on the southern border. Mm -hmm. Soundoffreedom.com slash war room. Go get your ticket now. Go to the war room vertical right there. Get it. We're going to push this thing. I told these guys when I said, I said, uh, 200 to $250 million here at the domestic box office. They go, impossible. I said, you wait. The film is so well made. That's the key. Yeah. The film is, it's not, you know, you're not going to do a favor. When you go, it's a mesmerizing film. Yeah. That's why. Okay. The footage is the footage from ACON. Diane Taraz, Battle Cry of Freedom takes us out. Short commercial break. Mike Lindell, hopefully. Mike Lindell's overdoing a beta site test for the uh, election summit. He's going to join uh, Caroline Ren and I in the war room. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. And we'll fill the vacant ranks with a million free men more shouting the battle cry of freedom the union forever. Hurrah boys, hurrah. Down with the traitor and up with the star while we rally around the flag rally once again shouting battle cry of freedom right now many americans are feel, feeling powerless you know the feeling the economy isn't stable crime continues to plague our communities and those in charge do not seem to care there's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual far, firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory. Increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. I, targetpro.com, 
and the offer code is Bannon. I offer you a choice, a choice between two worlds. Will you take the blue pill and continue living in a world where a corrupt few control everything? Or will you take the red pill and join us? What the elites don't want you to know is that there are 200,000 open committee man seats in the Republican Party. These party members are the ones who determine the future of the GOP. Let's take our country back, one precinct at a time. Visit precinctstrategy.com now. At, uh, Charlie Kirk, and by the way, Charlie follows us at noon. The uh, at two thousand precinct uh, strategy precinct uh, committeemen there, just absolutely incredible. They're taking the state parties back. It's absolutely insane. Homework assignment: First off, Kerry Lake wins the, at Acon wins the vice president poll by thirty percent this time, twenty percent CPAC. It's not the point; it's the slope. Is she right. gaining momentum in this area? Oh, that was such a shot. Well. I didn't even know there was a straw poll, and Carrie was unable to attend the event because she was out campaigning for Trump in Iowa and in Arkansas, and then all of a sudden we start getting all these calls of Carrie won the straw poll for VP. Um, and it, it is, she is just connecting with people in a way that is so incredible. And it is, we used to call it, say it was Carizona, and now it is just in all 50 states. We're getting flooded by requests to have her go and speak at all these county parties, local parties, activist groups. And she always says, yes, she doesn't sleep. She wants to be on the road every day. And so she's, she's just out talking to people. And so it is, it's always an honor to be recognized like that. And uh, if you don't follow the Carrie Lake War Room, I recommend you should. It's a very funny account. And they put out actually, yeah, you know, wow, stuff. this is an honor to have, uh, um, been chosen, but unfortunately, Kerry is unable to serve as governor, senator, and vice president at the same time. So we'll look into this. So, so so, maybe governor and senator at the same time. By the way, yeah, we're book, just trolling the press. Her book is unafraid. It's a. If you want to know about Kerry Lake, get the book uh, out from Sergio Go and the team at Winning Team Press. It's so good. It's a fantastic book. Unafraid. I'm honored to be the first guy I think to read the entire book when I got it yeah. and be able to comment on it. Uh, real quickly, uh, homework assignment for you because yeah. you're you're a killer. Uh, the no labels thing is very mysterious. Nobody really knows who's in back of it, how it came about, and now it's getting to be a thing. So we'll task you for coming back at some point in time and, and breaking that down. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Okay, because there's something not right about this thing. Right? I, I agree. Like, there's there there is something there. I haven't really figured it out yet, but you always follow the money, and so we'll we'll be looking into that. The general thing is not to give a voice to the Democratic populist left. This this entire apparatus is to stop Donald Trump. You would right. agree with that thesis. A hundred percent. Okay, fine. People have to understand this. When you hear all the happy talk about it and they're all the nervousness over the Demo not that it may crap sideways on Democrats, but the central thesis is to stop Trump, correct? Oh, by all okay. yes. I mean there's nothing more uniparty than no labels. <laughs> Literally, yeah. that is the the uh, the the whole purpose of that group of white started. Okay, so. you saw the activity we had and I want to thank everybody. All the war impossible. We do these things, you see all the interaction we get into the with the with the uh, with the team that they're we don't want to make sure that you're not chop blocked. The way you get chop blocked right now is to have your mortgage taken by a cyber criminal and take a second mortgage out of a couple of hundred thousand dollars. You got to pay the principal and you got to pay these high interest rates. Home title lock, quick and dirty. Just go to the home title lock uh, site right now. Get all the information of how either a state actor, the CCP, or Russia, or some other, you know, the mullahs, or just criminal gangs, which they're essentially criminal gangs, and you can't do it. So make sure you just go check and take that off your plate. We gotta, you got to check boxes here. Make sure you get certain things off your plate. Home title lock, do it today. Mike Lindell, uh, a huge debate. We just had Libby Evans left us to go up to Tim Pool. She's on the Tim Pool show tonight. You're on Friday. 
the debate Scott Pressler and Matt Brainerd are taking the we got a ballot harvest like the Democrats. You're taking the you've got a solution. You're going to lay out part of it, but it's really going to get laid out at the summit in uh, in mid-August. I think the 17th and 18th in Springfield, Missouri. You want the whole nation and the world to watch. You're at a beta site test today. What, what's your update on the beta site test? Well, it's amazing, but it's August 16th and 17th, everybody. You can check it out at lindaleevent.com. Uh, Steve, I'm out here. I apologize for the background, but yeah, we're working very hard on refining the plan. I'm so excited with what we have ready for the whole world to see. It's never been done before, Steve. It's never been talked about before. So obviously it's not uh, melting down the machines or whatever, you know, we're, you know, we're going to talk about paper ballots, hand counting, which we all want. This is what we're revealing there. We'll secure our elections immediately. Everybody's going to embrace it, whether you're a Democrat, Republican. Even, I think even the rhinos will embrace it, Steve. No, let's not go that far. Um, yeah, uh, or, or the Uniparty, you know. Um, I, but I'm very excited because I found there's even more things, uh, more ideas that have came into play here. So it's the, the best plan in history, I believe, to secure our elections around the world, too, uh, just got even better. Uh, talk to us about all the articles have been about. And by the way, Mike Lindell was on fire, and your speech the kickoff Sunday was absolutely on fire at uh, ACON. But all I'm hearing in the media is uh, my pill is out of business. You're liquidating the company. You're selling your capital equipment. What's going on? Well, they, the media went into full attack when they found out about the event that we're going to reveal this plan to secure our election. So they hadn't attacked me in 70 days. And uh, they couldn't resist on this. We had a, we had an auction to get rid of our retail equipment because we lost the box stores two and a half years ago. And they just jumped on that. Mike's going out of business. Boy, if you talk about the elections, you're out of business. And, and in reality, Steve, here's the reality. It's our 20-year anniversary of me inventing my pillow in the summer of 2004. And all my employees... Uh, so that we've had since uh, there's some pictures right there. The original machine, one of my sons, and this is our anniversary. We had to invent all them boxes you see there and the fillers. And there's our first infomercial right there, and that was in 2011. And here we are, everybody. We filmed a, a commercial that actually comes out on Wednesday nationwide. All the employees want to get involved in over their manufacturing because they're so excited to have their jobs back after the box stores canceled them two years ago, to have their jobs back instead of doing other things that put them in doing shipping and everything, they're back to doing what they love. And we're offering as a special, this is the, it's a limited edition, 20 year anniversary, my pillow for 19.98. They're normally 69.98. And this is the gusset of the patented fill using promo code WARROOM1998. Kings are $10 more. You get the best sleep in history. Plus, you're helping out all these great Amazing. employees of mine that uh, made in the USA. Um, and uh, we're very we're very happy with everything that's going on. Promo code War Room. Go there right now. We're going to do the pregame for Mike's uh, hit on Tim Pool on Friday. Mike, thank you so much. Honored to have you on yeah, here. Where do they go to get you, Caroline? At Caroline Wren on Twitter, Getter, and True Social. Caroline will be with us on Wednesday as we do the uh, the rollout for Sound of Freedom up at Bedminster. Charlie Kirk, Jack Vasobic, two hours of Charlie Kirk nationalist populism. 
an update on the ActCon 23, Jack Vasobic. Also want to thank Carly Bonet and Midnight Rider on Telegram, Elizabeth Ravnet and Mondo on the War Room account on Telegram. Go check them all out. For War Room thank the crew here. veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 